This episode is really fun because I'm asking them, if you could go back in time, what would you change? I think some of us look back on our careers and go, if I could have just changed this one thing. And that's the beautiful thing. Once you start getting into teaching an audience, share your mistakes, show them how they can get to where you are faster. I know that's one of the things I do every single week in the Visibility Lounge, and I'll talk to you a little bit more about that after this episode. All right, so for question number two, if you could go back in time, what would you focus on instead, or were you very happy with the strategy you used? Jill? I would, similar to what Emily was talking about, I would 100% have started a Facebook group earlier, because once we finally got around to it, it was two years after we had started our brand and I had been sitting on the idea for at least a good six months by that point. Um, and it was the one thing at that time, which is like 2015. So two years into our business that really got our name out there. It built up to over 45,000 people. It was our main source of marketing, list building, sales. Um, and so if I had to do it all over again, I 100% would have started a group straight away um, and started building that community even though then I shut it down but like I would have started there in the beginning <laughs> absolutely it's such a great way to connect with your people and free advertising hello anyone else Emily yeah I mean my methods worked really well thankfully <laughs> with the Facebook group in the beginning but I think that everybody can put themselves out there a little bit more earlier. Like you're always so afraid to do that. So I definitely would have like gone on video or done my own thing on channels earlier than I did. I just didn't know like how, or it was scary. I remember my first Facebook live was like so scary. So I waited forever for that stuff. But, um, so if I had to go back, I'd add that in, but my, my Facebook group and connecting with people and groups worked really well. Fantastic. Ross. Yeah, actually, one of the things I did do was I, I did start a Facebook group. So I, I started posting on my Facebook personal page. I, the Facebook business pages were kind of like no organic reach on there already. Um, but Facebook was kind of a big deal. Instagram wasn't – it was new. I was teaching people how to do Instagram, actually. Um, but Facebook groups were huge for me. And, um, yeah, just like what Emily was saying, I think a lot of times what people do in the beginning is they don't let people know that they actually have an offer. Um, they post a lot of content and they do a lot of things, but they keep their offer a secret because they're scared to talk about it. So if anyone's out there, <laughs> don't keep your offer a secret. I definitely did that in the beginning. I could have talked mm -hmm. about it more, but the Facebook groups were, were definitely a big thing for me. Um, and yeah, that, that was what I did. Awesome. Jen. I showed up early with a Facebook group and I would jump on and do Facebook lives, which I still do and love. And I would start to build some momentum. And then if I made an offer and nobody was into it, I would be sort of deflated and then stop showing up for a little bit because I felt like frustrated with my audience, you know, kind of mad at them. Like you show up for my free stuff. And when I offer you something that I know can really help you and you don't take me up on it, it's like, where'd you go? So I realized that, um, I had some starts and stops with showing up and being consistent. And it's, you know, it's like, if you want to continue to build the momentum, you have to show up like whatever you agree to do with yourself. If it's blogging, you know, once a week or doing a Facebook live once a week, 
dropping a, a YouTube video with a, with a consistency or, um, you know, the podcast, if you have something that you're committed to at least once a week, if you don't show up and also with your email, if you're building that list, people come to expect that you're going to send something to them and you start to build momentum with it. And if you stop, then it's kind of like all of that goodwill and that sort of snowball effect stops as well. So I wish that I had been more consistent with doing the, the medium that I liked, which was uh, Facebook Live, and just continue to show up live, even when I was frustrated, even when I felt like my audience was, you know, never going to pay me for any of my offers, which, you know, has changed. But in the beginning, it was, it was hard. Mm-hmm. I hear that. I was afraid to email my list in the beginning, so I did nothing for six months. Big mistake. I was yeah. so terrified to hit send that I was like, no rejection. Ridiculous. But we all have our blockages. Yeah. Michael. Ooh, yes. Okay. So if I could go back in time, um, which I think we will be able to do at some point. I think time machines will be a thing <laughs> at some point. I just think so. Um, but that's a different, that's a different show. Um, <laughs> we'll do that when next. That <laughs> and when I go back in time, uh, you know, I would have really focused on my, on developing my brand first and foremost. So, you know, the reason why my, I, I'll, I'll call it my first venture um, five years ago, four years ago, kind of flopped was because I didn't really build up the brand. I just put something out there that I knew I could help people with. And that's really cool. And that should be a thing, uh, 100%. But I didn't really build up the, the brand for myself. Like I didn't understand really all of what I could bring to the table. I was bringing a piece of it. So I was playing small. Two, I didn't really understand my audience. So I just put out something that I thought would help them. It did kind of, but it could have been bigger. You know, Ross 100% talked about the offer. Um, I didn't get really clear on my offer. And again, it would just, it just kind of stayed this small thing. It could have, it could have been this amazing thing, which um, I feel like it is now. I could have gotten really clear on the results that I was getting as a, an individual. I could have been clear on the results that my, my clients were getting. And all of that stuff, it was just, it was wishy-washy. And therefore, the results were kind of the same. Um, I really, really wish I would have gone back and really dove into my brand, um, how I, I do it now, because that would have, I think that would have changed the game a lot sooner. So that's what I would have done 100%. So key. Branding is so key. And you know me and my color psychology, so I love all of it. But interesting themes. Have you picked up on those listeners that they've been talking about consistency, getting more visible on live streams? getting their group created earlier so that they could build up that tribe mentality and being more visible with their offers. So if you're struggling in any of those areas, those are some ideas to get you started. And in the meantime, let's move on to question three. What I noticed the most about this episode was the emphasis on getting clearer on what you can offer and voicing your actual offer, what you sell. We tend to keep that too much of a secret. And I think that was a great point in this episode to talk about it more. If you've been struggling with how to put your funnel together, how to really dive into marketing strategically, 
how to build your signature show or visibility vehicle, you can look no further than the Visibility Lounge. That is my monthly membership. We focus on turning you from an entrepreneur into an influencer, getting that revenue, making that impact that you want to make. I'll be opening the doors to my membership in just a few weeks. So I would love if you went to visibilityvixen.com forward slash visibility lounge and put your email on the waiting list. That way you can be the first to know when the doors are open. They're only going to be open for a week and I don't want you to miss out. In the meantime, are we having fun hearing from people that are just incredible entrepreneurs in this space like Jill Stanton, Michael Marshall, Ross Johnson, Emily Hirsch, Jen Burson. It's just been so much fun and I've been having a blast. We're just getting started. So tune into the next episode.